The Defense Department is putting a big down payment on 5G communications technology. It's awarded some $600 million worth of contracts at several locations. For the details from this week's DOD Reporter's Notebook, Federal News Network's Scott Massioni. All right, Scott, let's start with that big 5G bet. What are they doing and where are they doing it? So they're doing it all over the nation and it's a $600 million bet. So uh, that's going to be quite the payoff if it uh, works out for them. And this is going to be in places like uh, Joint Base uh, Lewis-McChord. It's going to be in Utah. It's going to be, like I said, all over the place. And each of these different bases will be doing different things. For example, in Lewis-McChord, they're going to be rapidly fielding uh, artificial uh, reality and virtual reality so that they can use that for for testing through 5G. Uh, In uh, San Diego, they're going to be looking at logistics and building these smart warehouses where they're going to be using 5G to kind of help move logistics faster throughout things and and use uh, IT to kind of route things a little bit better. Now, the $600 million investment already goes on to other investments the Defense Department has made within 5G. The the bases are going to be joining 12 other installations that are fielding 5G, which also have different concentrations. And DOD is planning on testing at least seven more bases within the next year. So this is something they're really putting a lot of money and attention into. Some of the companies that are dealing with this, AT&T, KPMG, GE Research, Booz Allen Hamilton, a lot of big names that are obviously wanting to get in on this this uh, contract. It's actually multiple contracts. You know, what, one other thing I wanted to bring up is that, you know, 5G is something that uh, we don't have perfected by any means. And a new government accountability report on the 5G strategy came out recently. This was something that the Trump administration put out in March. And it really enumerated six desirable characteristics that the 5G strategy should have, but didn't really have. One of those is cost estimates, which you might need if you want to decide how you're going to be planning things. Another is just simple definitions and kind of just understanding what 5G is within this strategy so that people can understand it for the future. So it sounds like they need to do some more fine tuning before they really understand 5G and the way it's going to be used. But the whole purpose of 5G is to really interconnect everything together, satellites and cell phones and computers and things like that. But now it's going to be your bathroom scale, your refrigerator and smart weapons and everything else you can possibly think of. But as you say, this is really the down payment or part of the down payments that they've already been making, experimenting and looking for applications, but they're not really fully in production anywhere yet, are they? That's right. These are like prototype bases. They're almost little communities that will be living in a 5G world while the rest of the world's living on 4G. We're speaking with Federal News Network Scott Massioni. And let's switch gears here. There is some perks coming for the people that are moving as part of their regular service requirements. First of all, they're back to moving again after the pandemic. And what are some of the perks they're getting for people from uh, U.S. Transcom? Right. Well, not everyone's back to moving just yet. Uh, there's there's certain bases that are open and certain bases are not. And we've found that those they have to meet certain criteria, like being uh, co- having low COVID or decline in COVID rates over 14 days. These bases that are open or not, it's about half right now. And uh, what happens is that they, they change by locality based on where the most recent outbreak is. So uh, it's not that easy, but there are some waivers that let people go from what they call red bases, ones that are uh, restricted to green bases and, and vice versa. Regardless, though, people are moving and the peak season, which is usually in the summer, has now moved into the fall, winter, and it might trickle into many other areas. What they're doing right now is U.S. Transcom, Transportation Command, is trying to ensure that the Defense Department 
protects the employee, its employees' personal identifying information. So they're trying to use less of the uh, social security numbers, less of these sorts of important information when they're using these smaller moving companies that they hire to, to move. And that's one of the ways that they're, they're just trying to help people within the next year. Another thing they're doing is cutting down on hold times for their 833 mil move phone number. Another thing that they're doing is just simply trying to put tamper-proof seals on containers so people know if their items have been messed around with. Another thing that I I found really interesting was that the uh, protections against property damage, like putting floor coverings down, that's something that they're going to have to do, which they didn't do in the past. And also, if something's broken or damaged in the past, you had to hold on to that. Uh, So just imagine if you had a washing machine that was broken by a mover, you just had to lug that thing around and keep it with you and to prove that it was broken. You don't have to do that anymore. That's something that I'm sure a lot of people will be happy about. But they're not giving people $500 for new draperies. No, they're not. All right. And a final point I wanted to ask you about is the 5000 series cybersecurity policy that people have been awaiting a long time from procurement chief Ellen Lord. What's going on there? Yeah, Ellen Lord's been putting this out and her team have been putting this out piecemeal, really. And they've done some things with mid-tier acquisitions, some things with rapid acquisition and others with, uh, you know, the longer term big acquisition situations. So as they put this out, they've really put out a handful of uh, new, new issuances. And they have changed the way that that the 5000 series works. What's really interesting about it is that it makes each of the roadways that a acquisition system can go through, it just separates them. So before everything had to go through one big tunnel. Now there's seven or eight different tunnels that something can go through and that acquisition professionals have the option to use. And that's just really helpful when you're using something like software versus trying to procure something like a tank you don't have to use the same system anymore. What they're adding now is a cybersecurity 5000 series. And this is going to really just put in, bake in cybersecurity for everything within the acquisition system. So it's a sort of precursor before you go through those tunnels that I mentioned that will make sure that cybersecurity is there. It's going to work within and tie closely to the cybersecurity maturity model, which uh, deals with the supply chain and also the cybersecurity that industry needs to have built into it before it starts on a contract. So, um, you know, just another thing that the Defense Department's doing, and, uh, you know, they already put out that over that overall 5,000 series out. So something to look out for in the next month. Federal News Network, Scott Mossione. Thanks so much. Thank you. Check out his DOD Reporter's Notebook. It's now online at federalnewsnetwork.com. Helping your employees learn new cloud skills helps your business become more agile, more resilient, and more secure. Not helping employees learn new cloud skills causes your business to become less agile, less resilient, less secure, less innovative, less profitable, and, well, ultimately less of a business. Don't become less of a business. Try Pluralsight and get your employees everything they need to learn new cloud skills. Learn more at Pluralsight.com vision. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit LiveXLive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.